From the University of Alberta Alumni Association, it's What the Job. I'm guest host, Joyce Yu. People think of LinkedIn as for networking, and yes, that's true, and I do want to talk about some ways to activate that, but that might not be the appropriate channel for your job search as far as networking goes. So we have people who are instructors and actors and artists, um, creative people who might be using YouTube and Instagram, and those are the better in channels episode, to be putting to in like, their content the development and reaching out to other people and doing things even like what we're doing about right in a now. much less intimidating way and how networking doesn't always mean going to specific events and talking to strangers. It can also mean leaving a comment on someone's Instagram. Hear what she has to say about how to network and how to network online. So what's your name and what's your job? So my name is Christine Gertz, and I'm the Library and Information Specialist at the Career Centre for the University of Alberta. Awesome. So today is May 25th, and right now most of the world is in quarantine because of COVID, uh, and that makes it pretty hard to network. What's your advice for people who are trying to grow their network right now? So... Um, Interestingly enough, it it's uh, not a well no okay it's not a great time for obviously meeting people or new people in spaces that would normally have like uh, like be a much larger venue so you can intermingle with other people. Mm -hmm. um, but there are some people who have been talking about um, you know we're slowly coming out of our lockdown and so this might be the time to meet up with some people and just still do things that are social distancing. Like for mm -hmm. example um, a friend of mine and I who hadn't seen one another from December we met up and went on a dog walk and mm -hmm. I mean that was something that we could do we can maintain our social distance we could check in with one another um you know so just just things like that where you know that you have something in common with that other person mm -hmm. so though there are some areas where you can do really um uh, i think people believe networking is done in an enormous group in a big room mm -hmm. but there is networking that can be done just checking in and meeting one-on-one -on -one with people yeah um, and, and I think that's also been really important as well, too, is now that we're coming out of lockdown, is that people do need to reach out to others and have some more connection with other people that they might have missed, that the screen just wasn't enough, or they found themselves working and it was too much screen time for yeah. them to then at the end of their eight hour day to be like, okay, so I want to check in with everybody and spend more time on the screen. Mm -hmm. So looking for those opportunities where you can meet up and still maintain social distancing, I think, yeah. It's good for everybody. It's it's good at a mental health perspective as yeah. well, too. I was also one of those people who uh, thought that networking was one of those events when you're in a big group or it's a conference or a party. And uh, and I didn't consider that networking was also you ran into somebody in line at Starbucks or uh, you happen to be uh, on the train at the same time. How could you how could you network online if those um, those chance encounters are taken away? Um, so the first thing that I want to do is think about the online platforms that you could or should be on based on what you want to, um, activate in your network. So for mm -hmm. example, um, normally what I tell people is you should pick your channel and stay focused on that one channel. Right. Um, but in this time period, what I'm actually going to recommend is know the channel you typically use mm -hmm. and and also make sure you're doing development on LinkedIn. Uh, the reason why I didn't say LinkedIn first is not 
um, people think of LinkedIn as for networking. And yes, that's true. And I do want to talk about some ways to activate that. Mm -hmm. But that might not be the appropriate channel for your job search, right, as far as networking goes. So we have people who are instructors and actors and artists, um, creative people who might be using YouTube and Instagram. And those are the better channels to be putting in like their content development and reaching mm -hmm. out to other people and doing things even like what we're doing right now where we're, um, you know, you could consider also SoundCloud is kind of like a, a networking platform because you can invite a guest on there and do other things like that. Yeah. So know your channel and make sure you've been developing on the channel, but then extend into LinkedIn because LinkedIn is the place where if I don't know who you are, I might go to check you out first. Mm -hmm. If I hear about your Instagram, where you explain, uh, where you do art online, or where you um, have might be teaching people how to write cursive, or doing mathematics lessons for people, yeah. then I might go and follow up on LinkedIn to find out more about you yeah. from that experience and education perspective. So that's, that's the a first great idea. Yeah. Is, yeah. So know your channel. Yeah. Um, make sure you're still being present on your channel. But then also remember that um, people might be using other methods to check out who you are. Mm -hmm, definitely. Uh, sometimes people get scared off by the word network. Is there a way to reframe this concept in a way that sounds less intimidating? Well, um, okay, so um, we actually have a job search guidebook. And in our job search guidebook, we actually go through the terminology of networking and talk about some of the things that make people feel kind of weird or choked up about networking. Mm -hmm. And um, so part of the problem is people think networking is also very um, like monetary oriented. If I'm networking right. with somebody, I'm going to get some sort of monetary exchange. Mm -hmm. But generally, the people that we're networking have some sort of emotional investment in us. Like we're former colleagues, we're former classmates, we're current classmates, we're current colleagues. Yeah. Um, we're in the same professional sphere. Um, and we're also friends because, you know, we may have developed our friendships because we have a shared professional relationship. And now we've mm -hmm. expanded that into personal friendship. And because networking, when it's most effective, is ongoing, it does have that element of nurturance and friendship. It's not the one-to-one -one exchange all of the time. Mm -hmm. um, and that's also where we see people are being disappointed by networking is they mm -hmm. think, if I do it, I get money right away or I get a job right, right away. Yeah. Um, because the other part of networking might not is also activating other people's eyes and mm -hmm. their research networks to make you aware of opportunities. So when you're going out to, to um, it's friendship. So you're meeting up with your friends. You may have a personal or professional connection. You mention to them, I'm doing research on this thing. And they're like, you know, um, I got some emails about that, or I'm following this newsletter. I have this information for you, or I know somebody you could follow up with. And that's mm -hmm. actually networking. Mm -hmm. um, it's is to, ha to activate those other people who are aware of things happening in your industry or even from the offside mm -hmm. um, can say, you know what, I saw something about this or I know who you can talk to and they then share information with you. I really like how um, you said even connecting with people on Instagram or platforms that you're uh, most comfortable with or that are your preferred platforms because following somebody's work that you really admire and then also engaging with them on that work is in itself networking because you're having a real a connection or an exchange. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, 
if I'm going to hire a yoga instructor, yeah. I have probably found the yoga instructor on Instagram, mm -hmm. not on LinkedIn. Yes. Now that doesn't mean I don't do a search for yoga instructors on there, but if I want to have the most choice, that's where I'm going to go to look. Mm -hmm. um, so developing the channels where people will tend to look for you or where they would tend to see your work, mm -hmm. that that I think is the... Is, um, you might want to spend some time doing development on there. Now, the other part of this is, is too, is we're also networking is, is um, it's reaching out for people, but it's also gathering information. Yeah. And so if your channel is Instagram or it's YouTube or it's Medium or it's, um, you know, Facebook, if you're like a social seller online or other things like that, you should be doing exploration on those platforms for other people working in your medium that you might not have reached out to. So this is actually one point I, I just wanted to step back for a second because I Definitely. wanted to mention this article that came out from someone who we really admire at the Career Centre. We use a lot of her work in our training. Mm -hmm. um, her name is Armina Abara, and um, she wrote a book that we refer to quite a bit called Working Identity, but okay. she released an article um, during the COVID period where she talked about how to reinvent your career in the time of coronavirus. Yeah. And she had five points in there, but two of them are specifically for networking. Yeah. And so the one of the ones she talked about was it's time to reignite your dormant ties. Okay. So, yeah, so these are people who still might be on your network in some way, like they watch your Instagram, they're connected yeah. to you on LinkedIn, you're still friends with them on Facebook, but you might not have talked to them in a while. Mm -hmm. And in fact, you might have done this naturally because, and I actually did this, when we locked down, I sent out messages to people who I didn't talk to in a while on Facebook and other channels like that. And I was like, how are you doing? Are you okay? Yeah. Um, just want to see how things are going for you. Um, and lots of people did take time to do that. And it, um, it was more, you know, thanks for thinking of me. I just want to say that I'm here, I'm safe, or I had to go back with my family, you know, other things like that. And so you might have already done this already, um, but not really thought about how you're reawakening those kind of dormant ties where people might also check in with you as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in the development field, so I do think a lot about people who might get laid off. But if I'm in of the course. same industry as you, I probably will want to check in to see how your work situation is and to make sure you're safe. Definitely. And how can I help you? Yeah. Definitely. So reawakening those dormant ties, I think, is also a really good way to online network, especially if yeah. you're not sure who you should reach out to. And do you have any tips for people who are fairly hesitant about uh, reaching out to somebody that they may never have met before, but feeling like they might be uh, bothering or um, intruding in somebody's time? So um, to just do a check-in mm -hmm. to see how somebody is doing, you also, once you've done the check-in, you have to let it go and right. move on yeah. because we don't know what's happening in that other person's life that might mean they can't reply right now. Yeah. Um, like, like to give you a personal example as well too, like mm -hmm. I spending eight hours a day facing the screen, I just, I, I stopped checking social media. Right. Um, mainly because I needed to take a break, but I do have my social media set to email me. So I was still checking it during the course of the day. Yeah. Now, if you get on social media and you expect an immediate response, mm -hmm. keep in mind that other people might be doing certain things to conserve their energy, but this doesn't have anything to do with your request. This has to do with something about how they engage in personal management. Yes, so when you absolutely. send out those requests, 
kind of let go the obligation for immediate recontact. Mm-hmm. That's um, a great point. We just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just don't know what's happening in their lives. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, the other part is too, is you might not have thought about how um, you're not connecting with other people as well, too. You might be so focused on reaching out to others that you thought, oh, this person's not in the same field as me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not really interested in, in talking with them right now because I need to direct my energy to this. Mm-hmm. So this is the part to also think of networking as friendship or, or even acquaintanceship. And there's nothing wrong with reaching in to check out people to make sure they're okay and that's how you'll kind of um uh build that up as well too is um you know people know you're still there you're still available you're thinking of them um you know but but once you sent out a message kind of let it go Mm, the other part that yeah yeah Yeah. the other part that I got from watching some of the webinars right now particularly some of the professional ones is Mm -hmm. there are a lot of HR people who are like you know a lot more people are reaching out to me now on social media and they did not see it as a waste of their time but the tip that they had was practice your approach and instead of sending out a generic message to connect um, actually spend some time to craft why you're reaching out to them. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I know sometimes our tools make this difficult. Um, I know when I use LinkedIn mobile it, and I connect with somebody, there's no time to send them a message. Like it just sends out a request, please connect with me. Yeah. So what you might want to do is instead is use the mobile to figure out who you want to connect with if, mm-hmm. if you're browsing in that way, mm-hmm. and then sit down at your desktop and write out the message that you want to send to that person to activate a connection with them. And we have some advice on that in our guides on how to do information interviewing if you're not quite sure how to reach out to a cold contact like that, like how to write that first message. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, is there any uh, any advice that you, uh, you think is important for people to hear uh, that we haven't touched on uh, in this conversation? So, yeah, really quickly. There's yeah. two things and they kind of go together. So Um, Going back again as well to to, uh, Amina Abara's article, she talked a lot about how people are doing research into new careers because some people might be making a career transition of some type for whatever whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of it could just be the natural one because it is a career transition to graduate from university and turn into an alumni or to graduate from graduate school and, you know, move into that area. So that is a natural transition. Mm -hmm. Um, But what she talked about then was to, um, instead of just, daydreaming about what your next step is going to be, which is still good. Um, take the next step into actually reaching out and interviewing people to find out what it is that they that they do. So we have actually tried to share a little bit of information on our channel about some new careers people may have talked about um, or even heard about. Like the big one right now is I think is becoming a contact tracer. And, and so people might have heard about this. They think that's really interesting. They want to find out more about it. Yeah. Um, and so now this might be the time to gather information about that. But it is also the time to actually talk to people who are working in that area to find out what it is that they actually do. Mm-hmm. Because this ties into my next part because there's been a big disruption some people may make a snap decision to totally change their career without doing that research that also involves engaging your network and gathering more information before you make that change Mm -hmm. so 
this is a perfect time to do the information interviews, to do the exploration, to do some searching on LinkedIn and explore some of the things that people are doing, but then also talk to people and don't, you know, automatically um, snap into what the next career or item would be, because then you're also responding to an emergency mm -hmm. that may slow. Um, and that there are actually quite a few people who are probably already trained to take over some of the careers that you're interested in, but they've also had to wait too. Right. Um, because of like slows down in hiring and other things like that. So um, you may not be ready. And there's a bunch of people already waiting in the wings who are ready to go. Now, that doesn't mean you can't do research. That's something that online networking is perfect for. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, activate the dormant ties who might have moved into that field or may know more about it. And you can also reach out to people with cold contacts, crafting a really good letter to them to explain why you're interested in them and then doing some information interviewing and then using the tools themselves like within LinkedIn to see just what people have done right. like where alumni are mm -hmm. um, and doing even basic research like that to just find out about where people where people are and what they're doing thanks everyone for checking out this episode of what the job special thanks to the career center for sharing their expertise with us today you can check out all of the services offered by the career center for students and alumni at uab.ca cc and remember if you're looking for a way to connect with your u alberta community for career advice check out switchboard at uab.ca sboard it's free to use and a great tool no matter where you are in your career journey for what the job i'm joyce Yu. thanks for listening Thank you.